Sweden Rolls once again welcome back dear listeners to yet another episode of our world building series where I would talk about world building tips and hints and maybe a few questions sometimes uh, feel free to discuss my ramblings on the social meads out there trying to you know talk the kids language here <laughs> No, but thank you so much for listening. Thank you for tuning back. I am super excited that we have gotten quite a few good comments about this uh, these world building episodes. I am basing them off of um, I'm using a f- quite a few examples of my most like um, expanded created world, Windhaven which is currently on Kickstarter. So if you haven't done so yet, please check out kickstarter.com and search for Windhaim and Horn of the Dawn, an epic campaign set in Windhaim or on Windhaim because it's a continent in the world of Eshvera, uh, which I talked a bit yesterday. No, not yesterday, last week. That's what you call it when it was a week ago. Um, so please check that out. We have some amazing stretch goals unlocked and it is just going so well. I can't believe it. Um, So, the topic for today is inspiration slash dealing. Uh, (laughs) A lot of, I mean, okay, I don't even know where to begin. Uh, Okay, let's begin with distinguishing between uh, these. uh, Actually, it's three of them. It's inspiration, it's borrowing, and stealing. And... um, when it comes to inspiration, it's very diffuse. Like it's it's using something that you've seen somewhere, and sometimes it could be even be like subconscious. Uh, you could you you could be inspired unconsciously, and then it's harder to you know <laughs> uh, you know uh, consciously uh, change whatever needs changing for it not to be borrowing or stealing. But it's quite diffuse. Uh, you have to change so much; it's long, no longer the same thing at all. Um, like a, a plot twist with your own twist, you you have to change the the entire theme or change uh, one of the main characters. Um, what I often do is I mix inspiration from from different things and mix them together, and sometimes that works quite well. Sometimes it doesn't. Like, for instance, Windheim, you know, as a continent, is inspired both by uh, Australia, it, it's inspired by um, Winter, Sulfur Winter, just the idea of having something, another continent that's so far away that when you have a... it's all, uh, So, like, the Bastion Knights are also inspired by the the Roman Empire in terms of having a part of the world where one power is you know holds absolute power they they are so in charge it you don't uh, like yeah there are some uprisings now and again but it's basically no use really uh, doing the uprisings because they always get smashed down so it's um, uh, Windheim as a, as a continent, as a whole, is a mixture of inspirations. Uh, because I wanted something that was so far away from the center of the empire. Uh, you could even claim that Britain is, in Roman times, it's also inspiration. Because 
so far away it takes forever to get there and get reinforcements if something happens and it's it's somewhere far far away where you uh, in Windheim's case you get some good resources from there you get the horses from from Silverspurn you also get the Ferner first which Mule pay their taxes in and the dwarven uh, weapons armors and stuff like that and um, so it's it's profitable for the empire to have the colony but it's not as it's not profitable enough for them to you know just keep sending bigger and bigger armies there because that would cost more than the profit you would make uh, so mixing inspirations is a very good way of because if you mix two different inspirations and you take away some of the central themes from both of them uh, but different ones like you take away let's say you have inspiration A and inspiration B you take away the main characters and the theme from one of them but you keep the plus, plot twist and maybe the environment and then the second one you, you take away the environment and the plot twist and you, you keep the theme and the character uh, if you mix them together or even better if you mix like three or four and only keep one from each then you have your completely your own thing everyone gets inspired no story is a hundred percent original we are all you know creations of our time we are all uh, creators who create things that are not in a vacuum bubble we do not create stuff you know completely without inspiration from anything uh, sorry, I was in the middle of distinguishing between inspiration, borrowing, and stealing, and I got sidetracked. Oh, go figure. Uh, so borrowing could be is something that's clearly inspired by something, or not even it might not even have to be inspired. Like if you borrow a name, uh, you have, for instance, uh, I often do Tolkien references here. We have like. Gandalf and all of the dwarves these are all Norse names from the Norse uh, sagas from the Edda and Tolkien just borrowed them straight off without any hesitation whatsoever uh, one reason Gandalf is also borrowed from the same source is because in the original version he was actually a dwarf or at least dwarf sized uh, this tall tall uh, Merlin-esque figure of Gandalf was a, a later uh, change actually if i'm not if i don't remember incorrectly uh, actually in the first in the first actually published version of the hobbit uh, gandalf was still uh, you know one of one uh, like one of the dwarves uh, just a, a more prominent one uh, it might be early draft that he changed for publication i might be I might actually be uh, confusing this with with Trotter, you know, the uh, the Aragorn character, the, the character that that preceded Aragorn. Uh, Aragorn was supposed to be a hobbit who had been captured by Sauron, but Sauron had burnt the soles of his feet so he could no longer walk on his, you know, thick leathery hobbit feet soles, soles of his feet. So he had like wooden wooden shoes and it went clockety clock when he walked the streets of Bree. feel like I've talked about this already. <laughs> I must have I must have talked about it in a previous episode. Sorry for expanding too much on that. 
But those are clear borrowing examples. You borrow something. Then you do something completely different with it as well. You know, it's not stealing yet. Uh, as long as you do your own thing with it, you can, you can borrow. I, I'm going to say that one person that borrows a lot is uh, George R.R. R. Martin, who, you know, the, the Starks and Lannisters are clearly borrowed from the York and Lancaster of the War of the Roses. He has uh, confirmed this himself in interviews as well. And, and uh, the Great Wall to the North being slightly inspired by the, the Wall of Hadrian, the Roman Emperor who built a wall to keep out the, uh, the brutish Picts of the North uh, in Scotland. So borrowing is, is, you know, really borrowing the exact theme or the exact character. If you're inspired, then you change a lot with it. Uh, and you, when you're borrowing, you are keeping some central themes or some central characters or a central plus, plot twist. Um, yeah, I mean, of course, the, the boundaries between these are very, you know, wibbly-wobbly. Uh, there's no clear, clear line when you cross from inspiration into borrowing. But when you come to stealing, though, uh, that needs to be very exact. Uh, the, this, this boundary, for me at least, this line between borrowing and stealing is a bit clearer. Because when you're stealing something, you just you know, ride out, steal it, and you don't change a thing. You, you keep the exact... Uh, you keep the story exact as it is. Uh, one uh, perfect example from the movies uh, of stealing is... For a, few, uh, for a handful of dollars, Sergio Leone's uh, great spaghetti western with Clint Eastwood that, uh, you know, threw them both and Ennio Morricone who did the soundtrack into stardom overnight, uh, which is, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's Jojimbo, the Akira Kurosawa movie. That's clearly stealing. That's not being inspired or borrowing. That is stealing. And they were actually also sued by Kurosawa or his uh, movie... Uh, uh, publisher, I think at least, I think I saw something on this rather recently, that um, they had to pay um, some kind of settlement. Uh, luckily, the for a handful of dollars uh, did so well that they could afford that, so good on them. And stealing doesn't have to be, you know, well, stealing is immoral, yes, full stop. Having said that, not all stolen things are bad. Uh, I would argue that uh, For a Handful of Dollars is one of the absolute top three Western films ever. And we wouldn't have that if Sergio Leone hadn't stolen it from Yojimbo and, you know, Kurosawa and the rest got paid. So, you know, all's well as ends well. Um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of... Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I should expand on this much further. <laughs> the stealing. But I mean, for it, for it to be stealing, it needs to be quite exact. And I would say also, uh, it would have to be from someone who is not, not yet on a um, public domain. You know, public domain is, um, is, is not altogether 
something that makes it stealing or not stealing. Like if you if you just rip off something that was written by someone who died a hundred years ago, um, like for instance, I think that H.P. Lovecraft is under public domain by now because it was more than seventy years ago he died. So I mean, if you just you know copy his story verbatim i would still call that stealing i would still you know that i wouldn't call that borrowing that would still be stealing but if you write you know lovecraftian novels and you use the what's it called miskatonic university and you you have the monsters in there that's borrowing that's not stealing because you're still right you're still writing your own story but you're borrowing a lot if you're inspired you will write your own monsters you won't even keep the the uh, i'm not going to try and pronounce any of the monster names the the at least not the the huge the, the, the massive ones uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah you need to invent your own then it's inspiration if you're borrowing you're using some monsters some monster names some places maybe even some characters but you do your own thing with them uh, if you're just reproducing them uh, that's stealing is that a bad thing not necessarily uh, there are some new publications of some of his works that i really 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 like uh, who wouldn't be who wouldn't be there if uh, people hadn't used his stuff? So yeah, what's your opinion? Can you give me some examples uh, on the social medias on your distinctions between inspiration, borrowing, and stealing? Do you have any clear examples of inspira inspiration, borrowing, stealing? Uh, but still, remember that no single story, not 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 one story, is a hundred percent original. Everything is inspired by a lot of things, and most stories, a huge majority, borrows at least a few things. That's just a fact, okay? Um, and we recently, with Windham, for instance, if I'm going to do a Windham example again. Um, I don't know if you know this, but the orcs of Tolkien were created from elves. There were elves that were captured in the wars against Morgoth, the old Dark Lord before Sauron in the First Age. And he corrupted them and tortured them and thus created the uh, hideous monstrosities we now called, call orcs. Um, for Windham, we are doing something similar because we can't use, like we can't, of course we can use the orcs and goblins and trolls from the original game, but we want to make our own versions of orcs, goblins, trolls, ogres. So we very recently actually, we had been discussing this for a long time, like well, what should we do with the nightkin as they're called in, in the uh, core game. And we realized that, uh, or I inspired, perhaps a bit of borrowing here even, borrowing some, what, from Tolkien. Um, the stone kin, the stone folk, as we call them, uh, in Windheim, they are actually dwarves, because dwarves are also made of, from stone. So some evil deity a thousand or two thousand years ago uh, corrupted some dwarves and from dwarves created the goblins orcs ogres and trolls the stone kins 
So those will probably be the only Nightkin in Windhaven. You'll probably have some... Yeah, of course, we also have some forest trolls or, you know, whatever we're going to call them. Uh, tree trolls or whatever. But uh, when it comes to 90% of all Nightkin in Windhaven and also probably in all of Eshvara, the, the world which Windhaven is only a continent of. Listen to the last episode if you want some info on Eshvara, by the way. Um, yeah, but... They are called stone, stone kin in Eshvara, in Windheim. And they are corrupted versions of dwarves. And exactly how they were corrupted and how that worked and how they were created, it's still too early for me to go into that. So you're going to have to wait for the books to come out for that or if I'll talk about it in an upcoming world-building episode. But as of now... We haven't gotten much further than that, that they are created from stone and from dwarves, and which means that they will be more stone-ish than the regular goblins and orcs and trolls of the core game. So, again, let me know, let us know about your examples from movies, role-playing games, books, anything. Uh, we have a clear example of inspiration, borrowing or stealing, or if you want to expand on how to draw the line between them, if you have some suggestions there, please write them on our social media as well. And please make sure to check out the Windheim Horn of the Dawn Kickstarter on kickstarter.com slash and yeah, just search for Windheim on Kickstarter. You'll find it. You'll find it. Uh, we have so many amazing stretch goals now. You're going to get battle maps and maps that you can use if, even if you don't play uh, Dragonbane. If you play, if you only play Dungeons and Dragons or some other game, Sumbarum or whatever. Uh, there are enough battle maps, city maps, village maps that will make it worth your while if you back us and get those because they are amazing made by Christian Lindqvist and and yeah so check that out please and um, yeah join us next time on Sweden Rose once again <laughs>